Section 1 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 10, May 1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Larry Wilson. The Redwood Forest of the Pacific Coast by Henry Gannett, U.S. Geological Survey. Redwood is so called because of its color, which when freshly cut is a bright, though not deep red, changing to a brown red when thoroughly seasoned. The wood is soft with a rather coarse straight grain. It is easy to work, quite as much so as our eastern white pine. It contains practically no resin, but a large amount of water, which makes the green wood so exceedingly heavy that often the lower log of a tree will sink in water. Botanically, the redwood, Sequoia sempervirens, is a brother of the big tree, Sequoia gigantea, of the Sierra Nevada, the two species being the sole living representatives of the genus Sequoia. It is a cousin of the cedars, which it resembles in many respects, in habit and appearance, in bark and foliage. It is an immense tree, larger than the fir of Washington, but not as large as the big tree of the Sierra. It often attains a height exceeding 300 feet and a butt diameter of 15 feet. It rarely branches low, but almost invariably shows a straight fluted trunk, perfectly symmetrical, rising with a slight taper for 200 feet to the lower branches. The bark is covered with thin flakes of epidermis lying parallel to the stem. The foliage is dull green in color, fine and drooping. It is a most beautiful tree both in form and color. The habitat of the redwood is peculiar. It is found only in a narrow strip closely hugging the Pacific coast, stretching from the southern boundary of Oregon, or just across the boundary, for there are perhaps 1,000 acres of redwood in Oregon, southward through northern California, nearly to the Bay of San Francisco. Indeed, a few scattering groves are found south of the bay, in Santa Cruz County, and other localities, and there are evidences that not many centuries ago it extended over the coast ranges as far south as Los Angeles. But in all this region it is now practically extinct. The densest forests are found in Humboldt County. In Del Norte County on the north, the area is comparatively small and the forests somewhat less dense, while in Mendocino County on the south, where the redwood area is even greater than in Humboldt, the forests are not as dense, and Sonoma County, still farther south, the timber becomes more scattering, thinning out into groves. Its habitat is a region of heavy rainfall, which comes in the winter, and the fogs which sweep in from the Pacific at all times of the year. It is a very moist temperate region, both of which conditions appear to be essential to the growth of the species. On the north, its range is probably limited by temperature, since the humidity is even greater in Oregon and Washington, than in California. On the south, it is probably limited by the diminishing amount of humidity. The species seems to require for its development a rather nice adjustment of temperature and moisture conditions, which are not found elsewhere, and as will be seen later, do not at present fully meet the needs of the species, even in its present habitat. This is probably the densest forest on earth, as measured by the amount of merchantable timber that is, of timber suitable for the sawmill, contained per acre. It is not for the size of the trees alone which produces this, 
although they are exceptionally large, even in this state of large things. But it is the great number of trees on each acre, the closeness of their stand. In a redwood forest the sun never shines. It is always twilight. You are, as it were, under the roof of a vast temple, a roof of foliage, supported by great tree columns. In order to obtain a conception of the enormous stand of timber in the redwood strip, let me commence with some familiar examples for comparison. The great pineries of the southern states contain, on an average, about 5,000 feet board measure of standing timber per acre. Of white pine, the heaviest county in Minnesota, is estimated to contain an average of 5,000 feet, while others regarded as forested contain 1,000 to 2,000 feet, and a tract containing 10,000 feet per acre is regarded as heavily forested. Contrast these figures with the following. The average stand of redwood upon 173,000 acres in Mendocino County is 44,000 feet per acre. There is here nearly nine times as much timber on an acre as in the southern pineries. Yet even this is exceeded in Humboldt County. Upon 96,443 acres in this county, the average stand is 84,000 feet per acre, nearly 17 times as great as in the southern states. The lumber companies around Eureka, California, the principal center of the redwood industry, have realized since they commenced operations an average of between 75,000 and 100,000 feet per acre. And one of these companies has for 10 years cut an average of 84,000 feet per acre of redwood alone, besides fir and spruce, which would increase the amount to nearly 100,000 feet. These last figures are not in any way estimates, but the actual products of the mills. The disproportion is even greater than appears here, for the standard for lumber used in the redwood country is much higher than in the east, and consequently the estimates of the amount of timber are correspondingly less. For instance, whereas in the east logs eight inches in diameter are cut and sent to the mill, and knotty stuff is sawed, on the Pacific coast nothing less than sixteen inches in diameter is sawed, and cleared lumber only. If the redwood were used as economically as the southern pine, these estimates of its stand might easily be 50% greater. The forests of Washington and Oregon are very heavy, but they by no means equal the redwoods in density. The most heavily forested county in Washington, Skagit, contains an average on its forest land of but 28,000 feet per acre, and in Oregon the stand is no greater. Of course, there are in these states individual acres, and even square miles, which are vastly more heavily forested, but so also are there in the Redwood Strip. On Mad River near Eureka, a lumber company is at work in a tract of several square miles, which actually cuts 150,000 feet per acre. There is on record a single acre near Garberville, which yielded in the mill 1,431,530 feet in lumber. There was sufficient lumber on this acre to have covered it with a solid block of frame dwellings ten stories high. A redwood tree of average size, say five feet in diameter at the butt, furnishes enough lumber to build an ordinary cottage, and many trees have been cut, each of which would suffice for half a dozen such houses. One tree is on record as having scaled 66,500 feet. The tree was felled in a lumber camp near Eureka 
in 1898, which was 16 feet in diameter inside the bark, and which scaled over 100,000 feet. And there is standing in the same neighborhood a tree 22 feet in diameter, which scales nearly twice as much. Such examples of wonderful yield might be multiplied to any extent, but this would merely involve repetition. The redwood strip is composed of the westernmost of the coast ranges, with the valleys between them. It is narrow at the north, in Del Norte County, where it is not over five or six miles in breadth. It widens in Humboldt County to an average of ten to twelve miles. Then south of Eel River, in the southern part of the county, its continuity is broken for a few miles. At the north edge of Mendocino County, it commences again, and in the central part of that county attains its greatest breadth of perhaps twenty miles. Farther south, especially in Sonoma County, the redwood scatter, being found in detached clumps and groves, which become more and more scattering southward. The trees, however, remain as large as elsewhere. The closest and finest growth is in Humboldt County, near the northern end. That portion of Mendocino and Sonoma counties is not as heavy or continuous, nor are the trees as valuable for lumber, as they branch lower down. The wood is, however, of slower growth, is denser and harder, and perhaps more durable. The best lumber and the heaviest growth is everywhere in the valleys and on the flats. On the hillsides the trees are smaller and not so close. Nowhere is there any young growth. The youngest trees, which are found only in the northern portion of the belt, are several hundred years of age. When the timber has been cut, there is no sign of reproduction from seed. In many localities, sprouts are growing from stumps in the cut areas, but even this form of reproduction is limited. Indeed, everything appears to indicate that for some reason, probably a progressive drying of the climate, the present environment is not favorable to the growth of redwood, and that with the clearing away of the present forests, the end of the species as a source of lumber will be at hand. The area of the redwood belt has been carefully mapped and is, as nearly as can be estimated, 2,000 square miles, or 1,280,000 acres. The stand of timber on this area is not so easy to ascertain. The figures given above in this article are the best that have been obtained. I will recapitulate them with additions. In Del Norte County, out of 67,000 acres of redwood land, 11,000 acres are estimated to contain an average stand of 60,000 feet. In Humboldt County, out of an area of 500,000 acres, 96,443 acres have an average stand of 84,000 feet, with a range in different tracts from 25,000 to 200,000 feet. These figures are corroborated by the result of all the cutting done in the neighborhood of Eureka, where nearly all the lumbering of the county is done. The companies report an average yield of between 75,000 and 100,000 feet per acre. In Mendocino County, out of a redwood area of 640,000 acres, 173,000 acres are reported to contain an average of 44,000 feet, with a range from 12,000 to 75,000 feet. In Sonoma County, the timber is so scattering that the total amount, which is spread over an area of some 75,000 acres, is comparatively slight. Using the above figures, we obtain as the amount of standing redwood the following. Del Norte County, 4 billion feet. 
Humboldt County, 42 billion feet. Mendocino County, 28,160,000,000 feet. Sonoma County, say, 1 billion feet. Total, 75,160,000,000 feet. To appreciate the magnitude of these figures, it may be said that the annual cut of lumber in all the mills of the United States is about one-third of this amount. The Redwood Strip alone would therefore supply the entire country with mill timber for three years. Many estimates of the amount of standing redwood have been made, with results widely at variance with one another. The area of the belt has long been pretty well known, but the discrepancies among the estimates seem to be due mainly to differences in the estimated stand per acre. The first estimate that I find was made in 1881 by John Dalbeer of Eureka, who gave 23,650 million feet. At about the same time, Mr. E. L. Allen, Secretary of the Redwood Manufacturers Association of San Francisco, made the estimate published in the report of the 10th census, which was 25,825 millions. In 1885, Mr. Hubert Verscher published in the report of the California State Board of Forestry an estimate of 30,500 millions, and in 1890, Captain A.C. Tibbetts, Secretary of the Humboldt Lumber Manufacturers Association of Eureka, estimated it at 97,500 million feet. The area seems to be generally agreed upon as being from 1,000,000 to 1,280,000 acres. The measurements from the best map available, that of the State Board of Forestry, give the latter figures. It is out of the question that the redwood lands yield on an average so little as 20,000 to 30,000 feet per acre. All estimates of stand and all records of cut show yields far in excess of these figures, and it cannot be contended successfully that these estimates and records relate only to selected areas far above the average. There is as yet very little selection of timber lands taking place. The whole territory is so heavily forested that it is no advantage to select those most thickly clothed with timber, but rather a disadvantage. The only selection yet made has been on the score of accessibility by stream in earlier times and by rail route at present. I consider, therefore, that the figures quoted above, which represent 280,000 acres out of 1,280,000, or nearly one-fourth of the entire area, together with the records of the entire amount cut in Humboldt County, furnish a fair sample of the stand in the belt. Captain Tibbetts' estimate seems to me, under present logging conditions, much too high, but I have no reasonable doubt that his amount will eventually be cut from the belt, owing to the economies to be effected in the future. The annual cut by the mills, excluding other uses to which the wood is put, such as firewood, shingles, ties, posts, and poles, for such uses are not considered in the estimate of the stand, is 250 million feet. At the present rate of cutting, therefore, the supply will probably last for 300 years. The rate of cutting will, however, increase, and as transportation is cheapened, may increase many hundred percent. For instance, the completion of an Isthmian canal will open up the entire market of the eastern states, where redwood will inevitably replace white pine, causing an immense demand. On the other hand, with the increased demand will come increased economy in the utilization of the wood. 
At present, only about one-third of the tree emerges from the mill as sawn lumber. Nothing but clear lumber is sawed. One may go through miles of lumber yards at Eureka and examine millions of feet of lumber without finding a knot or indeed an imperfection of any kind. The upper branch third of the tree is left in the woods. In felling the tree there is much damage done. Although great care and skill are exercised, the fall of one of these giants, weighing scores of tons, not infrequently splinters them. Occasionally, too, a tree falls across its fallen fellows and thus produces great destruction. In the mill, the amount of lumber is diminished, first by the slabs cut from the outside of the log, and second by the sawdust. This last is an item of great importance, especially where circular saws are used. The great saws used in the first cutting of the logs make a cut five-eighths of an inch in thickness. This means that if the log were cut directly into inch boards, more than one-third of the wood would be converted into sawdust. But this is not often done. The log is commonly first cut into thick planks and beams, and these are subsequently cut into smaller dimensions by smaller, thinner saws. Moreover, in most of the great mills today, the first cutting is done by band saws, which are much thinner and consequently convert less of the log into sawdust. End of section one.